The Drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan for the final time at ACC kickoffs for this season here in Charlotte. We are live and we have a, a good one for you trying to go out with a bang. And actually, I think the ACC was trying to go out with a bang a little bit with the way they scheduled this. Uh, the energy, the the quite honestly, the attention to today is higher than it's been day one and day two. Uh, with today being day three, simply because of the teams that they align, right? There's there's Carolina, which means Drake May. There's Clemson, which means Dabo. There's NC State, which means the, all of the questions about Brennan Armstrong and uh, the fact that this is his third ACC kickoff, but his first with the Wolfpack. There's, there's Wake Forest is here. We're going to talk with a couple of their players. Dave Clawson making the rounds. It, it is a, and then of course, uh, Boston College as well. Uh, there's there's an energy to today based on the attendees that is is special. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, and this is where we're going to start today with, is there are certain people that when they walk into an event like this, right, an event mm-hmm. that is designed to just build excitement, you feel heads turn, right? Like, I don't know, I could be buried in show prep looking at my computer and all of a sudden... Like, you know, you get that weird feeling when someone's looking at you. Yeah. It's a similar but different feeling. It's like you, you get a feeling that everyone in the room is looking at the same thing and you're not. So you have that like FOMO, that little fear of missing out. You're like, what's going on? You look over and it's it's someone like uh, Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. Right. Walking in and every, like everybody that passes is just coach. How's it going, coach? How's it going, coach? And it just, I mean, he's got two national championships. Right. That's that's where it comes from. I don't think it's an awe thing because everybody in this room, right, is either in the media and interacts with college athletes and coaches all the time or is a college athlete or, or a coach. So I don't think it's an awe thing. I think it's more of like a magnetism thing. Mm-hmm. Back when when I played, we, we would call it swag. Now there might be, I don't know, a drip or, or some some other word that I don't know yet that the kids are using. Yeah. Uh, Dabo has it. But I, the thing that's interesting is it feels like North Carolina is equal to Clemson mm-hmm. in that. Right? I'm not saying equal in, in talent or accomplishments recently. I wouldn't say that. But it feels like they're equal in that magnetism thing. Equal in attention. And it's exactly. Mm-hmm. Equal in attention. One of those deals where, like I, we, uh, Dennis and I, who you just heard, that's Dennis Cox producing the show, uh, we just had a brief conversation with Mac Jones, right? A little, little, uh, just, hey, or sorry, Mac Brown. I did that yesterday, too. I just talked to him. I, luckily, I didn't do it to his face. Uh, had a brief conversation with Mac Brown. And it's one of those deals where when, like, you're walking away from those conversations, you feel other people going, like, who, how did, how did you get that conversation? Yeah. You know what I mean? Drake May was just sitting in the chair uh, right next to me where I'm sitting right now because he was talking with, with Adam Gold. And it, it was literally, you feel everybody kind of come around and it's, it's like, oh, how did 99.9 get Drake May? Mm-hmm. And, and it's those two specifically. And you could throw in Cedric Gray, who's, who's a player that uh, is, is back and leading the way on defense for Carolina. Yeah. They have quite a bit of, of sizzle, right? Yeah. There's it, buzz. It's, it's. Uh, it's like an actor thing, right? When when you when you put out a hit like a movie, a blockbuster, and you know 
okay, now when I walk around, it's going to be different. It feels like they just put out a blockbuster. And maybe, you know, Clemson might be more used to it. Dabo certainly is. Cade Klubnick's getting a feel for it. Uh, some of these other schools have individual players that might get some of it. But it, just, it, it feels like North Carolina is one of the schools when they're moving around, right, and they have the Carolina blue on and the Jordan logo and, and, and everything else, when, when, when they move, heads turn with them. And I find it interesting because they're not trying to downplay it, mm-hmm. right? I, I sat in the big room during the, the Carolina availability, and, uh, well, Mac Brown said, uh, said this about how he not only thinks Drake, meaning Drake May, was, was really, really good last year, but he might see a better version of them this season. Uh, Drake's uh, uh, had a great year last year. Uh, best freshman year of, of any freshman I've ever seen. And he uh, just got better and better and better, and people didn't realize till 10 days before the opening game, uh, we didn't announce Drake as a starter. So for him to take the role of leader and, and, and lead his football team like he did and, and be consistent each week uh, was pretty phenomenal. Then after the season, Drake came in to me and said, uh, help me with these things. These are things I need to improve, and that's who he is. That, that's why he's such a, a great player, is he was raised in a family of champions. He was raised in a family of athletes. His dad was a great quarterback. So he's always looking at what I can do better instead of patting himself on the back. Mac Brown said, again, during that same podium session, that Drake May's freshman season was the best freshman season of any player he has ever coached. And then you bring up the fact that uh, he has a new offensive coordinator. You bring up the fact that Josh Downs isn't there, right? You bring up the fact that he has largely new receivers. You bring up the fact that there's some pretty good defenders across the ACC, and you just heard Mac Brown not shying away from the fact that he expects Drake May to be better this year. That's that. That's kind of calling your shot, right? Yeah. That's also that swag thing I'm talking about, right? I mean, just saying that Drake May's freshman season was better than any other freshman season he's coached. Let's not forget, like, who Mac Brown is. And, and, like, he's coached at LSU, Oklahoma, Texas, where he won a national championship. Obviously, North Carolina with guys like Sam Howell, who had a pretty darn good freshman season and was being mentioned among the top three picks in the NFL draft after that freshman season. And, and, and Drake... He's lived up to it on, on his side, right? He's looked and sounded the part. You just you just got a taste of it on 99.9 on Adam Gold's show right right near the end. He, he has things that he wants to get better at. He understands that the skill position uh, group around him will be largely new and the, the voice in his ear will be largely new. Still looking and sounding the part. Which brings us to the, the Carolina of it all. It's kind of the Carolina thing. Yeah. Has a hit. They have a history of being really, really good on paper, right? The recruiting numbers add up. The 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 name sizzle adds up. Mm-hmm. The NFL draft pick sometimes add up. But the question is always, do they have that unexplainable thing that makes it all come together, right? The development, the coaching, the the leadership, the players that make not just the plays when you're, uh, you know, ahead by ten in the first quarter, but also the plays when you're down by ten in the third and you need to make a run. Obviously, only time will tell if this team has that thing. Only time will tell if Drake May has that thing. Because remember last year, 9-1 and one at one point in time, rolling, and they, and they fell off towards the end. Yeah. Right? So so the only time will tell if they have the, hey, we get to 9-1 and one and finish the job that they didn't have a season ago. 
But I will say this. They are at least faking it until they make it in this environment, right? Because they seem like the real deal. And, and it's, it's more of like the, it's like the, the National Geographic thing, right? Like they're putting out the pheromones, right? <laughs> like they're, they're, they're yeah. walking in the room and saying like, you know, we're the head lion of the pride or whatever you want to say. And, and you don't have to say any words to do it. It's just how everyone reacts to you. So that's, that's one of the takeaways here from day three on ACC kickoff, still with a lot of time left to go. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly on 99.9 The Fan, and we are really as we have been for the last three days at ACC kickoff here in Charlotte. And, and joining us now, uh, sitting right next to me, Chase, Chase Jones, Wake Forest linebacker, one of the representatives uh, for Wake Forest here at ACC kickoff. Uh, we are just talking off air. You guys, it's a short trip. And uh, you came in the golf fans. You right. mentioned you're a player. Yeah. Uh, how often are we getting out? Like, is, is the golf season coming to a close for you? As training camp gets close, what's the golf schedule? Yeah, it's, it's probably done now. We start camp <laughs> on Monday. But uh, springtime, summertime, golf, you know, we try to get out probably it, once a week on the weekends and just have a good time out there. It's, it's very Wake Forest of you to, to, to get out there and, on, and golf. Uh, you're going into your fifth year, actually, right? I say it's very Wake Forest of you. you you've, you've been there for a while now. Yeah. Uh, how has the program changed, right? Obviously, Coach Clawson has been there for quite some time, but the last five years in college sports have been uh, kind of revolutionary. How is it different from when you got on campus till now? Yeah, I mean, it's been cool to see the, the growth of kind of our fan base mm -hmm. and just the amount of people at our games really is how I've been kind of measuring that, I guess, and just the student population. I think one game we had over 85% of our undergraduate students at the game. So, I mean, it's been awesome to see that grow and just see as, we, as the football team has continued to succeed on the field, just – the success of uh, getting fans in the stadium is awesome. You, do you feel more of uh, like like big man on campus when you're when you're walking around? Do you do you uh, as obviously the, the the program as you just mentioned has gotten more popular and, and the stands have become more filled. You've also developed as a player into to one of the main contributors and now one of the leading returners. Uh, like do, do do you get a little bit of that uh, that that swag when when you're on campus? Uh, not too much. I'm, I'm trying to be a humble guy. I just kind of <laughs> walk around, go to class, and do what I have to do. I'm actually not taking any. Uh, in-person classes right now everything's online so just kind of really only see my teammates right now so that that's that's all kinds of locked in yeah. uh chase, chase jones wake forest linebacker joining us here at acc kickoff um speaking of differences uh there's there's a very big difference in the wake forest football program at the quarterback position from from the past few years to this year uh how is mitch griffiths different than than sam hartman when it comes to being uh, you know that signal caller for your team yeah i mean uh Sam's obviously a really good player, uh, ACC touchdown leader, um, obviously all the records. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Mitch is, is, is very, very impressive as well. Uh, a super talented guy. I've been going against him uh, for four years now in practice. And just the way he, you know, can maneuver in the pocket, the angles he can throw the ball at, he's a special player. I'm excited for everybody to see kind of what we've been seeing in practice over the past few years. What, what's that relationship like, right? That, that linebacker to quarterback in, yeah. in practice, there's a lot of eye contact made. There's a lot of signals and checks made off of what, what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, what's your relationship with Mitch like? Uh, off the field, me and Mitch are, are, are really cool. Uh, he's a really good dude, uh, fun to be around. And on the field, it's kind of that chess match. Uh, we can see him looking at us, waiting for us to get out of our disguise <laughs> and, and trying to hold as long as we can to confuse him. But he's a really smart player, so. I, I saw on Twitter, one of the things that, that everybody wants to talk about, and right, every time you're at the podium, it's, it's being brought up, is the, the name, image, and likeness landscape and, and the, the money that players should be, shouldn't be allowed, and all these other things. 
I saw on your Twitter, I want to make sure I get this right, uh, that you joined Roll the Quad NIL, which is an organization that helps uh, athletes kind of maximize their, their name, image, likeness value. What has an organization like that done for you? Yeah, I mean, Roll the Quad, that's, uh, that's our collective, and uh, it's been put together uh, by our generous donors. And basically what it does is just gives athletes at Wake an opportunity to, to earn some, some more money off our name, image, and likeness by doing different things in the community, different uh, awareness uh, posts and things like that. And it's been really good um, just kind of in the new age of college sports and college football. Uh, Wake Forest is, is keeping up with, and that's an example with our uh, collective. And, and where do you see that that going? Is is you know obviously you've been you've been on campus when name, image, and likeness became a thing, and now you're you're a member of a collective and and uh, you know making some money off of it. Is is the future of it just more and more money? Like like how do you see it developing? Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's it's tough to say. You know, if you told me four years ago I'd be know earning money just to play college football <laughs> I would have told you you're lying but you know I think it's unpredictable right now it's kind of the wild west out there but we'll see I think there's going to be some some guidelines coming in soon but I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see is, is it going to be one of those situations you hear it in the NFL right a uh, a quarterback from 30 years ago goes oh I was born 30 years too early because you know uh, Herbert's getting 260 whatever million this year do you think it's going to be a situation where you look back in 10 years and you're a little jealous of the guys that are playing uh I mean we'll see uh you know, I have teammates who left last year who are already kind of—they're jealous that. of you. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, saying they graduated a year too early, everything. But I guess this is kind of how the world goes sometimes. We're talking with with uh, Chase Jones, Wake Forest linebacker, here on the drive on 99.9 The Fan. Uh, you won 11 games, made it to the ACC championship game in, in 2021. Is there there's something that stands out that you remember about that team that you can maybe try to recreate this year that wasn't there last year when uh, obviously you didn't make it quite as far? Yeah, uh, I think that 2021 team was was so special just because of how the how close knit we were, mm -hmm. and that's something we've been trying to replicate this past off season, uh, just hanging out outside of football, outside of the facilities and and in team events, and I think we've been doing good, doing a good job of it so far. So I'm excited for the season to come and for us to get on the back of the field together. And and we'll kind of wrap it up with this one. And thank you for the time, Chase. Uh, you know, I was looking looking at your schedule. And I see one of the guys I was just walking around here, Cade Klubnik. I see Jordan Travis, Riley Leonard. Uh, and, and again, after a, a couple days at ACC kickoff, you start to see where all the, the reporters congregate. And, and those guys are pretty hyped up quarterbacks. As a defensive player, is there a message you want to give to all these, these you know, uh, hyped up, very buzzworthy quarterbacks across the ACC? Uh, not really. They're no? All, they're all really good players, really talented. And, um, I mean, we just take it one week at a time. That's all we can do. All right. We appreciate the time, Chase. Yes, sir. Thank you. Welcome back into The Drive here on 99.9 The Fan, live from ACC kickoff in Charlotte. Joining us now, Will Putnam, Clemson offensive lineman. Uh, Will, I don't know if you just heard it. Uh, Coach Sweeney's around here making the, making the rounds. He's been, he's been here all morning, uh, kind of, you know, charming the socks off everybody as, as he does. What's the, the difference about Coach Sweeney like when he's around all the media like us? Because that's the only coach we see and when it's just the team. I'll say this. Coach Sweeney is he's definitely very he's, he's very authentic. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's he's never someone he's not. I would say the one thing, the one only thing I could say is that sometimes, you know, maybe sometimes he doesn't always smile. You know, sometimes oh, sometimes see. sometimes he can get on some people. He can get he can get a little mad. Not not often, but sometimes. So I'd say that that that's the one thing. What's the what's the big pet peeve? Like what's the the thing that gets him going the most? 
being late. Don't be late. Don't be late. Don't be late. All right. Well, don't be late. I, I will say they're they're kept on a schedule around here. You guys are being pushed and pulled in every yeah. direction. And, so. and, I, and I can respect that. So I've never <laughs> I've never been late in five years. Five years. Never not been late. once. Not once. Any close calls? Minute. Yeah, we, we we've had close calls, but that doesn't that doesn't count. It's just are you there? Or are you not? So we've been there. So I uh, I can respect that. Uh, made the move from from guard to center last year. Uh, is that home now? Is that is, is it is it comfortable? Is that what you're, you're yeah, looking for? Definitely, definitely. I think it, it obviously it takes it, it's a little bit different than than guard, um, but that's no, definitely what's comfortable for me. I I love it. At the end of the day, like I'm trying to do whatever I can to. I'm a team guy. I want whatever is best for the team. I want to do. Um, and that just happened to be what's best for the team. But from a personal level, I think that's what was best for me as well. As a player, I think I'm better at that. Um, so I think it's a win-win for everybody. We're talking with Will Putnam, Clemson offensive lineman. Uh, Cade Klubnick right here at the table to our right. Is is, is everything uh, comfortable? I mean, that center quarterback exchange needs to be It's good. like like a mind meld almost, it's good. right? Yes. Are you guys to that point now coming I, in where he's I, taking over the program? Yes. Yes. I, I, I definitely think so. I think our relationship has grown a lot more from, you know, let's just say now compared to what was last year, tenfold by far. Um, and, yeah, I, I, th I think it's good, too. And I think some of that's just him having more experience and stuff to where it's just like, all right, you know, at first it's like, all right, dude, you haven't even played a snap yet. <laughs> you tell me, right? But, I mean, no, no he's, he's been through the fire. He's, done, he's been there, done that. Um, so it's really good. And then the day, you know, our offense, we need him, right? Like he's, he's our quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a big time decision maker for our offense. And, uh, as a center, I think it's my job to be here and support him. Um, as offensive line, that's what we need to do. And I'm, I'm here to do that. Now you're a, a, a fifth year, right? You, you've been on campus for a long right. time. Uh, there are young guys like Kate, Kate and, a, and a few others on your offense. Are you given any like yoda style advice like are you passing along the ways of clemson yeah, oh of course of course and i think it's it's different from like some offensive line especially <laughs> yes i think i think you need to, you need to pass down the ways <laughs> like they were passed down to me as well but now nah, we we have we, we have some great young guys i think this 2020 this 22 class and this 23 class that mm -hmm. we've had have been awesome i even told coach sweeney last night i was like coach they are they did a our coach did a phenomenal job recruiting mm -hmm. these these past two classes these younger guys so i mean it's really Really bright future for Clemson I'll say that we're talking with Will Putnam Clemson offensive lineman here at ACC kickoff on the drive is is Clemson fans are a little spoiled right that's that's the what happens when you have as much success as Clemson has had does it feel like you guys almost need to like bounce back from a orange bowl and like two seasons where you weren't in the national championship game um I'll, I'll say this. I mean, in a way, yes, because right now our one of our goals we have in our in our team room, we have we have our goals. We have a couple, but our last one is win the closer, mm. win the closer. And last year we didn't we didn't win the closer. Tennessee they beat us fair and square. There's really no excuse for it. They they won the game, and that's just not how we want to end the season. And that's why we've we've learned a lot from that game. I think I mean, a lot of things have changed from personnel to coaching and mm -hmm. and, and so on. Um, to try to make sure we win that closer because that's a big part of our program. And they, no, no one likes losing the last game of the season because you got to think about it all year. <laughs> exactly. But uh, a little motivation? A little bit, a little bit. It's just, yeah, it, it is it is, it is, is motivation. I'll say this. It's motivation for me, not as much of it's from a revenge sense, not not like that, but for me that, you know, going in my last year mm. and the guys like Tyler Davis, these others going in there last year, it's motivation for we don't want to end on that note. We're talking with Will Putnam, Clemson offensive lineman. Uh, one of the, the conversations that's kind of permeating, you guys have been here today, but we've been here all three days for ACC kickoff, is the name, image, and likeness stuff. Is there enough name, in, image, and likeness money out there for the big boys, for the offensive line? Because, I mean, we know all these quarterbacks are walking around with fancy oh, suits loaded. and everything else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, um, 
You know, maybe maybe not as much, but I think sometimes, and this is for all offensive line, you know, we, we got to be a little industrious here. Okay. We got we to think a little bit more. You know, not, no one's going to come to us, so we need to go to them. <laughs> and that's why, you know, right now our offensive line, we're actually starting uh, some, some merchandise here at Clemson okay. and stuff like that. Uh, we have an Instagram page. It's called Omega Lambda Official, Omega Lambda Two Greek Letters, OL, right. right? And it's more of like the, the O-line lifestyle and essentially gives people the insight of maybe how, how the big boys live. And, and how do big boys live? We, we we live large. We live large. So well, yeah, we're just we're just about to drop. We're about to drop some stuff soon. We just made it probably a couple days ago. So okay. to, capitalize right on the beginning That's of the right. season. That's right. Uh, last one for you. Well, thank you for taking the time. Um, I looked up uh, like your little bio, right? Mm -hmm. 2018 undefeated heavyweight wrestling state yeah. champion in in Florida. If you dust it off like the the headgear and the shoes, are you, are you, you still got like? I still, got, I still got a little bit. I was the best on the team. Are, are you, are you taking yourself in a wrestling competition? I would, I would, I would take myself. And what if we stack the whole ACC? I would, I would, whole ACC maybe not, but I, I would, I would, I would bet on myself. If I, right. I bet on myself, I think there's some things you just do so many times, you do so much of, you just, you just can't forget. Will, we appreciate you for stopping by and jumping Thank on you. the show. Thank you. Sitting down right next to me as we speak, and you can you can actually see him if you're watching on WRALSportsFan.com, the video stream. Mitch Griffiths, Wake Forest quarterback. Mitch, uh, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, let's let's start with uh, it's your program now, right? It's it's Sam Hartman's out. He's he's playing for Notre Dame. You're the guy here at ACC kickoff representing your squad. How does it feel? Uh, it feels awesome. It's a uh, it's a blessing. It's been a uh, dream come true for me. It's something I've been dreaming about my entire life. So it's pretty cool. Uh, where were you like how did you find out that that sam was hitting the, the the portal and kind of what was your reaction when that happened i mean i knew before the end of before the season started it was his last year at wake forest um hmm. i think a lot of people assumed it was gonna be the nfl or um and then he decided to make a decision to stay in college and and i kind of knew that he was gonna go somewhere else and he had spent a lot of time at wake forest. and it wasn't like he was you know out the door he was mm -hmm. fully committed to our football team um but he'd been at Wake Forest for five years. That's a long time in one spot. You know, he's given us everything to our program. Um, and it wasn't really anything he told me. He just, you just kind of knew that he was going to move on. Um, did, did you thank him or, or not? Yeah. Thank him would be the wrong word. Did, did you look around and go, he's moving on and leaving me in a pretty good situation? There's, there's yeah. a lot of talented receivers here. Yeah. Yeah. Most quarterbacks, when they have that, those types of pass catchers, are like, you know, I'm going to come back one more year because it looks like, like a lot of fun. Meanwhile, yeah. you get to step into that situation. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, I'm very fortunate to be in the situation. I am. We got some some awesome wideouts that I, I can't wait to throw to. Um, yeah, I think just he's you know he's been in been awake for such a long time and given his all to the program. Started for four years. I think it's, it was natural he was ready just to start something new in his life. And and I get it. There's no no you know, no hard feelings. I think you know, he he deserves the credit he was given. He deserves the love from Deacon Nation, and no one can be mad at him for for moving on with his life. Mitch Griffiths joining us here, Wake Forest quarterback on 99.9 The Fan. Uh, you mentioned that that you knew it was his last year during the year at, at Wake Forest. Uh, you've also been pretty vocal recently with how much you love Wake Forest and how you, you're not interested in exploring any other opportunities and you're going to finish here. Yep. Uh, was that part of it, knowing that there was a, a kind of – uh, ex expiration date and you knew that you were going to have your chance to not you know convince yourself not to explore other options uh yeah i mean it, it, if, if sam came back another year it would have been hard mm -hmm. um that'd have been a really tough decision to make um i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys and say i would have been happy if he came back not that i don't love sam but you know as a competitor you want to mm -hmm. play um knowing how i feel about this place i would have stayed mm -hmm. it would have been really hard to sit another year um 
But even those first three years when, when I was being patient, never in my mind did it cross my – I never thought about leaving. You know, there was never never even an option for me, never crossed my mind. There was never a desire to. I was okay with being patient, waiting my turn, and, and that's not going to change. You know, no matter how much success our football team has or, or I personally have, I'm going to finish my football, hopefully my college football career <laughs> as a Demon Deacon. Not my football career, but my college football career as a Demon Deacon. And there's no price tag you can put on the value of this program is, you know, I put on it. So there's there's no amount of money that makes me leave. Price tag. When when you throw QB1 next to your name, does the name, image, and likeness train flow a little bit more aggressively? Uh, a little bit. But, I mean, I still haven't played played much yet, so I, I still got to worry about football. And, and, and with, with, with that, football, the better you play football, the more money will come. So I'm not really too worried about it. I'm just worried about doing my job. Mitch Griffiths, quarterback, Wake Forest, connecting with us here on the drive. Uh, A.T. Perry is really the 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 guy that's missing. Just about everybody else is is coming back. How do you replace somebody that's, you know, that darn good and, and I mean, obviously on the Saints now? Yeah, I mean, A.T. is a I – mean, you guys want me to tell me that he's an awesome player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, he's freaky. Um, but, I mean, we had – last year we had five receivers over 500 yards receiving. We're the only team in the country with five receivers over 500 receiving yards. Um, and we returned four of them. So, it's not like we lose A.T. and we fall off. I mean, <laughs> We have four dudes who are just as good as as At Perry is, and um, I'm excited for everybody to see what they can do for another year. So, and we got three younger guys that are that are just as good as well coming up. So, I mean, we got a really deep receiver room, and it makes my job a lot easier. I, I was listening when you were uh, in in on the uh, the big podium, as as I call it, in, in the big room, and and you mentioned you know the the respect you have for for coach Clawson saying yeah. like he's never done anything wrong by me or my teammates yep. and, and and there's that respect there uh do you hear it when his name is brought up for for other openings at, at, at other jobs and do you do you ever have conversations about those sort of things whether on the team or with coach yeah I mean I remember you know during our 2021 season we were having a really good year um we were actually about to play Boston College um to clinch the uh the Atlantic mm-hmm. um and we had a team we Typical team meeting the Friday night before the game, and uh, he called us all in after and was like, hey, guys, I know there's a lot of speculation about my name being around and going to other schools, and I want to let you guys know that I just signed an extension on my contract, and I'm not going anywhere. And, um, you know, that 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 it was good to hear that just because, I mean, who wouldn't want Coach Clawson mm-hmm. to be head coach? You know, I, I can't blame other schools for one to – to grab him and, and lead their program. I mean, he's the best head coach in the country. So it, it, it is one of those deals where, like, can you have that conversation like once a week? Because it does feel like every, <laughs> every team is is you know every opening that is out there, his name pops up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I used to see it a lot more, and, and it still comes. But there's a lot of schools that you know they so like, oh, you know, Coach Paulson, they might go there, and I'm like, I know he doesn't want to go anywhere besides Wake Forest. Um, I know he loves it here, and and he's expressed that too. He tells that all the time that. He probably tells us once a month that he doesn't want to go anywhere, and he's got no reason to lie to us. Because you know, like, <laughs> if he were to lie to us and leave it, you know, like it doesn't do, we would never see him because he'd be gone. So he doesn't have to tell us that, but he does. And the fact that he does tell us that means he really wants to be here. Mitch um, Griffiths, Wake Forest quarterback, connecting with us live right here on, on ACC kickoff week. Um, with so many talented quarterbacks in the ACC, and a lot of them here this week, uh, is there any sizing up of the new guy? Like, like when when they see you here, are are you looking at him from across the room, making eye contact or anything like that? No, I mean there, there's some phenomenal quarterbacks in the ACC, and and you know they get a lot of press and a lot of coverage as they should. They deserve it. They they've played and they've um, established themselves, and so it doesn't really it doesn't bug me. And, and I know that I got some some things to prove and. I like flying under the radar, and if people want to talk about me, cool. If people don't want to talk about me, I don't care. I, I know who I am, and I'm ready to play. How, how does the term underrated sit with you? That that seems to be be a tagline in a lot of, like, the, the previews, right? How, how does underrated sit with you? That's fine by me. I mean, 
I, I, I'll be honest. I, I couldn't care less about what people have to say from the outside. I just want to uh, be there, you know, prove my teammates right, prove my coaches right, and that's all I care about. Mitch, we appreciate you for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Once Thank again, you. Mitch Griffiths, Wake Forest quarterback, joining us here on The Drive.